Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Tonight on the show, Zach, we want to know uh, whether you've walked in on the robber. This is a story that's come out of Townsville today. Uh, a family have returned home to find a guy who's tried to rob their house and then fallen asleep in the act. I want to know what you would do, Dom. You walk into your lounge room. Yep. There's a strange person sleeping on your couch. Yep. Possibly in a balaclava. <laughs> what do you do? It's their house. <laughs> really? You I, turn I around see. and you say, sorry, oh. sorry for invading your <laughs> privacy. Uh, no, I am terrified of burglars. It's probably one of my biggest fears. If I even hear half a noise outside, I'm done, yeah. essentially. And that's why a possum currently owns your house. <laughs> This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Now, Zach, we're allowed to give one shout-out each week. Only one, no more than one. And that's why we have this segment. On the radio, people regularly request shout-outs. These requests are carefully considered before one shout-out is granted each week. These are their stories. As we now put on our ties and jackets, Dom, as we enter the courtroom. Actually, you don't mind, I've got my legal wig to put on. Uh, you're the judge, are you, today? I'm, I'm going to act as the judge. Um, I've got a week for you. Do you want a week as well? <laughs> yeah, of course. Pass it over here. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we gone. Yep. So we can only give one shout-out. We have three clients pleading their case. Firstly, entering the uh, shout-out courtroom, Zach. Tonight we have Tori. Tori, please plead your case for a shout-out. Hi. Um, so I was just wondering if I could have one for me and my twin sister. We're turning 22 on Monday and... 22 sucks, so it'd be awesome to make it a little bit better, but I shout out on the radio. Okay, <laughs> Tori. Uh, 22 Upside is Taylor Swift wrote a song on it. That's true. Um, so that's a silver lining. Why does 22 suck? I, I can't say I've heard that before. Tori? <laughs> it go, all goes downhill from there. Like, 21 is really good. You have a party, and then 22, it's like, what well, do you do now? <laughs> life expectancy is around 80, I think. So if it's going downhill after 21, <laughs> we're all in trouble. <laughs> it's a very steep decline from Okay, there. Tori, let's say uh, we'll write that down Tori in our manifesto sister. here. Yes. Any initial thoughts on Tori? I think that's good. Twin that's sister's good. birthday Monday. Yep. That's um, a very good case. Well, let's uh, get our second applicant into the courtroom. We've got Andrew coming in now. Andrew, plead your case for a shout-out. Um, pretty much me and my mate just had a um, pretty big killer workout after the gym late night. Okay. Um, and, yeah, just chilling outside. And he also got a new car. Oh, okay. He's added that in at the last minute there, the, the new car. Uh, Andrew, out of yourself and your friend, who's better at the gym? Oh, him. For him. sure. What, okay. So what's, your, what's his name? Jack. Andrew yeah. and Jack want a shout-out. A post-workout post shout-out, Zach. Have we given a shout-out to a gym junkie before? I'm not sure we have. No precedent for this one. No, that's a, a new case. We've got our final applicant in the shout-out courtroom this week. Welcome in, Stella. And Stella, thank you for dressing for the occasion as well there in your uh, professional business clothes. Please plead your case for a shout-out. Hi, um... My name's Stella, and I, it's my best my, my best friend's birthday on um, Sunday. Sunday, okay. And yeah, I haven't seen her in a while, so I really miss her. Okay, and what's her name, Stella? Yen. Yen, okay. Yen's Don't, birthday Monday. Do you know what I'm suspicious of here? And yes. I am in no means saying that Stella is fabricating this story. Mm. But we had Tori say that her birthday was on Monday. Yes. And I think Stella thought. She can top this situation and so, say that her birthday's on Sunday. Oh, Stella, do you have any proof? Like, um, can anyone confirm this alibi that it's your birthday on Sunday? 
no, it's not my birthday. No, it's, it's her birthday friend's. on Sunday. Oh, it's your friend's birthday. Right. Yeah, Are you yeah, friends yeah. with a girl named Tori? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think... Story uh, checks out. As much as I do agree with you that there's elements of suspicion, surely Stella wouldn't lie under oath, would she? No. Okay, done. Well, it's time for the jury to adjourn. Okay. And to award this shout-out, we have Tori, who's turning 22 on Monday, along with her twin sister. We have Andrew, who's just had a killer workout. Yep. Uh, and his mate Jack has mm. just bought a new car. And Stella has her best friend's birthday on Sunday, and she hasn't seen her best friend in a long time. It's a heavy responsibility, this decision. Of course, the jury has to be unanimous. If I was going to give it to a birthday shout-out, I reckon I would give it to Tori, only because she's a primary witness to the birthday. Also, the twin sister. I mean, that's... Twins. That's true. I don't know that many twins. I do appreciate Stella's shout-out request, but I just think when it's Tori's birthday herself... But how how do you feel about the overwhelming evidence with Andrew, where he has Mm. both the workout and the new car? It's it's certainly a heavy case. You know, it is between Tori and Andrew for me, Zach. Um, You know what? You've actually... No, no, you nearly convinced me. But you know what? I remember reading about a precedent of twins' birthdays back in my law school days. I reckon it's Tori. Tori, we're happy to go with that. We will... A water shout out to you. How does that make Yay. you feel? <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Right, what's your twin sister's name, Tori? We have to put that into Alyssa. the record. Alyssa. Alyssa. Okay, let's just make that decision final. Okay, and Zach, over to you with the shout out. We as Collective Noun would like to extend an official shout out to Tori and her sister Alyssa. We say happy birthday for their 22nd birthday occurring on this coming Monday. For the uni students pulling an all-nighter, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Now, Zach, I think it's uh, it's time all waiters had a good hard look at themselves about one particular thing they've been doing for a while now, mm. and I've had enough. What's that done? Well, I, I, I want to say, before I get started, yeah. noble profession, the waiters, and I'm, I'm not against the waiters. They are friends of mine. <laughs> you need them. I need them. <laughs> they are a critical part of the food process, and I'm not seeming waiters. Yes. But when they try to remember your order when you give it to them, and they don't write it down... They always get it wrong. It's a big bugbear, isn't it? Oh, it annoys the hell out of me. I feel like they're trying to show off a little yes, bit. Exactly. They're trying to be impressive. But you know what's impressive? What? Getting the order right. <laughs> I don't care if you don't write it down. I want the order correct. I haven't come for dinner and a show. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to <laughs> yeah, see... <laughs> we don't want to see a mentalist. <laughs> exactly. I don't need you to pull a rabbit out of the hat after giving my order. I just want you to write it down. And you know with like a big table as well? Yes. You start to get nervous. What? Maybe around three? You start <laughs> Once they start taking three orders and they're not writing it down, you're like, yes. you're not going to remember this. Well, well, so this happened to me the other night. I was out for dinner with a friend and we're both giving our orders and she she's remembering the orders, you know, not writing them down. But I can see because we're ordering a fair bit mm. that she starts to realise she's in deeper than she thought she was. And I can see her, like, she's looking around for paper. Thankfully, she got most of it right this time. But my point is, I don't think we'd accept this in other jobs. Okay. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? People well, not writing stuff down. Oh, like if your pilot just tried to remember where the plane was meant to be going, or your surgeon just tried to remember where the surgery was meant to be. What is doing, Dom? It's like an acrobat with a safety net. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Because maybe they can do the trapeze without like a net, but it makes me feel so much safer if I see a net there. Exactly. So I know if you fall, you're not going to stuff up. I've got a solution though. This is what I'm thinking. There should be a discount for if they try to remember the order. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So if they don't write it down, that's fine, but you get 10% off. And here's the thing, because you're taking a gamble then. That way you know that if the food that you order doesn't come out properly, oh, well, I took the 10% gamble. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I just think if we do that approach, then that will solve the whole problem. Yeah, or they could just do the job right. (laughs) This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Facebook comments game. 
That's right, Zach. We get our producer Michael in every week to test if we can guess news stories from the Facebook comments left underneath them. Michael joins us at the moment. Zach, you ready to get into the first news story? Let's do it. Here we go. First comment. Too much competition? Too much competition. Hmm. What, what could be going on with competition at the moment? So obviously something's up for grabs mm. or there's a position or a grant or a... Yes, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm probably not a grant. I'm not sure Michael's bringing us government grant <laughs> news stories. It might have been like... Grant. No, I can't imagine how. So. Okay, next comment. They're obviously smart. They're obviously smart. Too much competition. They're obviously smart. Okay, well, that way we can rule out the government if they're obviously smart. <laughs> um, well, I'm wondering if it's something to do with The Bachelorette? Too or much like competition? A, is there like a new... Um is there like a new business coming out? Like a new food or... Oh, that's not a bad idea. Was there something this week? I can't... What's the last comment? I'm almost 20 and I've avoided it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what it is. Do you? Um, so too much competition. They're too smart. I'm 20 and I've avoided it. Is the Big Mac... Um, is on the decline. Oh, there was a story right. this week that only one in five millennials has tried the Big Mac. Okay, Michael, what's the news story? The headline is, guys, Big Mac not eaten by millennials. Woo! That's one great. One. That was tough. When we go to the third comment, mm. you know that's really going down to the line. But it's great when you just get off on a running start, isn't it? Just encouraging. Let's get into the second news story. Here's the first comment. Why are people so happy about this? Okay. Some so, people happy, some people sad, I think, from that comment. That's what I'm guessing. That, okay. could, that could cover a lot of news stories, though. Pretty much anything. Gonna need a second comment. They should just stick to what they're good at. Barbecues. Okay. What Was that barbecues, did she say at the end? Yeah, stick to what they're good at, barbecues. I think I know. Oh, I don't know the exact story. I'm going to need your help here, Dom. Yeah. There was a story from a Bunnings this week. Mm. I never clicked on it, but I saw the headline quite a lot. <laughs> okay. It was like someone got, like... Yeah, someone got, like, tackled in the car park or Did something? Did they? At a Bunnings. You never, you never saw that? Oh, oh, and I have a news alert for Bunnings Warehouse, so this is odd that I missed it. It could either be that... No, I think it could be that. Go to the next one. Last comment. What happened to them? They used to be so good. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> it could be that, though. It could still be Bunnings. Uh, except I haven't heard of that news story at all, so I'm going to... Look, if we can't think of anything else, we'll give you a Bunnings tackle story. <laughs> what else could it be? Who else is good at barbecues? Clowns? Oh, that's not bad. But are clowns at barbecues? Um, Stick they could to be. what they're good at. And they then what was the last be. one? They used to be so good. Oh, I think it, oh, no, it's not it's, clowns. It could be clowns. It could be Bunnings. I'm going to go Bunnings. You're going to go Bunnings? Some guy was tackled in the Ugh. car park at Bunnings. I don't even know this story, but I'll back you in. What Guys, is it, the headline is, uh, Samsung discontinued the oh. phone that was exploding. <laughs> What's the barbecue? Oh, because they because explode. It's a wasn't. It was a jovial comment. Mm. Because they catch fire. Is that yes. it? Yeah. Oh, okay, catching right. fire, exploding. We okay. weren't even in the right realm. No. There. Um, but look, <laughs> if you didn't hear about the Bunnings tackle or the creepy clowns, that might not be what the Bunnings story was. I only saw. <laughs> I only saw the thumbnail. I think you saw an ad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's get into the last news story. We've got to get this one, Zach. It's the decider. Ugh. How about some Australian news? Australia. So, so it's overseas. It's overseas. Could it be, just as an early bet, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump in the debate, the presidential oh, debate in America? It's a good guess, but let's go to the next comment. I had to turn off the volume when he spoke. Yeah. It has to be that, doesn't it? Are you willing to go off that or do you want to hear one more? Oh, it's risky. Can we hear one more? One more? Yeah. No, I'm going to overrule you. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm that confident. I'm happy for you to do it. I can't think of many people in the world you'd turn the volume off if they spoke. Donald Trump's up there. <laughs> Michael, is it the US presidential debate? Guys, the final headline for the decider is Trump and Clinton debate. Boom! 
Boom! Two out Amazing. of three, which means we win and we get to say our famous catchphrase. Ready? Three, two, one. Suck on that, Zuckerberg! For the late night drives, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. 131060, have you ever walked in on a robbery, uh, Zach? This story's come out of Townsville today that a couple went out uh, just out of their apartment briefly, came back home opened the door to find their stuff strewn all over the ground. And basically all the drawers were open, everything being thrown over the place. And uh, the criminal who was responsible, the robber himself, was asleep on the couch. Is he a criminal yet? Because he hasn't taken things out of the house. He's done the break and he's enter, done, done but he hasn't done the taking of the stuff. <laughs> the theft hasn't yet occurred. <laughs> Just the break and enter. And he'll, you know what? His lawyer will probably plead that in court. Well, I guess all that robbery and all that throwing stuff around got him tired. <laughs> And so he had to take a rest. I don't really understand where the sleeping comes in. I've never robbed a house. No. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it is really exhausting. And maybe that's all robberies. They have a nana nap in the middle and we've just never known about it. It was a smoko break. (laughs) The criminal union for all these years have been calling for smoko breaks. And the guy said, hey, excuse me, you're interrupting me during my work here. Um, it's a bit like the real life Goldilocks story, actually, isn't it? I'm just, I'm trying to remember Goldilocks. Don't they yeah, find... Yeah, she's sleeping in the bed and they come home, right? Yeah. The bears. Yeah. I mean, probably not as happy an ending as the Goldilocks story. Well, did story. the guy get up and he's like, uh, this couch is just right. <laughs> actually, to be fair, I think Goldilocks did get 10 years in a, a medium security prison. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's actually funny. The pair woke up the guy. So they came home and they woke him up and he had a pair of their scissors in his pocket, which might be as a weapon, or maybe he was doing some craft and fell asleep. <laughs> I just think it's one of the more peculiar stories that I can remember hearing about, which is why we want to know if you've walked in on a robbery. It's happened to me. Um, what was your story? Years ago, uh, when I was much younger, I came home. Um, I was the first in the front door of the, of the family home. How old were you at the time? Gosh, probably 10 or 11. Okay, so young. Yeah, and I could, I don't know if you can understand this. It was just this feeling in the air. Something had happened in the house, right? Yeah. And I, I walked up the hallway and I could see that in my parents' room, all the drawers had been pulled out of their chest of drawers. And so genuinely I had the clothes thrown all over the place. And then I looked into my brother's room and there was this pile of like our things on his bed. Mm. So we're talking his guitars, my Xbox, all these sorts of things on the bed with the the window jacked open, crowbar open. And the criminals, I literally saw him like, look at me, get out and run. <laughs> was he wearing a disguise or like a beanie or a balaclava or anything? Uh, just a hoodie. Just but a hoodie. This is what's really interesting about that story, right? Is as I looked at him and he ran, he didn't have time to take any of the stuff. So they did the whole break in and they didn't take anything. So you saved it. Yes. They, well, they, they piled everything on the bed ready to take it. But because we got home just at that time, they missed taking all of it. Maybe they like putting things in piles. <laughs> that was the intention. <laughs> uh, 13, 10, 60. Have you ever walked in on a robbery? Emily, what's your story? I didn't quite walk in on a robbery. We kind of stopped one. Wow. wow. What happened, Emily? So, as like we have a big dog, me and my partner, and so we prefer to walk him at night time when there's not many people around, so people don't get intimidated. He is the biggest like wimp ever, so he wouldn't hurt anyone. Right, but okay. we just feel more comfortable. Anyway, so we're sitting down at the park, and we're just sort of watching him run around. And just over my shoulder, I saw these two guys running, sort of just sort of looking a little bit suspicious, running around around the corner. This car drove past where they were at this cafe, and I thought maybe it was the owner going in just fixing some stuff up at the till. Anyway, they ducked, and I thought, no, something's going on there. Something's really wrong. So do you think at this stage, are you thinking that maybe these two men are looking at robbing the cafe? Yeah. Right, okay. Well, I I thought that was really suspicious. My partner thought they might have been spray painting. Oh, um, yes. Anyway, so he went over and um, the dog was sort of doing its own thing across the field. He went over and he said, hey, what are you doing? 
and they had actually just smashed the window and just crawled in and they, you know, swore at him and they ended up, I sort of started walking over to see what was going on and I watched them sort of jump out through one of the doors from inside and they just bolted. Wow. Um, and how yeah, much of this do you them. put on the husband, your husband, and how much do you put on the dog? Who's the hero? Well, he said that I'm going to get my dog in on here and my dog Hank is useless. <laughs> He's got to plot it over. Hank was like, <laughs> I, I never agreed to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Zach, every day... There seems to be more and more news, and it seems to become more and more boring. It's so boring, Dom, and it's because they like get so bogged down in facts, and mm. I don't like facts. No. I mean, facts, do they matter? That's been my... I mean, it's not a great rhyme, but it's what I have on my, my tattoo. We're starting a campaign to get rid of facts out of the news. Yes. Because we think that news reports would be so much more interesting if oh. you didn't care about the facts. You just cared about interesting things. And that's why we've come up with this report. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Lady Gaga described what it was like when she was abducted by aliens. You're in a room together and there's literally nothing there but two people and a bunch of instruments. Also, Iggy Azalea didn't like being called up by a magician as part of audience participation. When you don't ask for somebody to, like, chop your body in half and then it comes back chopped in half, I think that's a bigger issue. And Donald Trump gave his opinion of us living in their parents basements and trapped in dead-end careers this is collective noun with zach and dom on hit 105 we're currently doing the beep test which is where we send our producer michael out to a random suburb in brisbane onto a street holding a big hit 105 sign to see if we can get a beep from cars that are driving past we have one minute Mm. in that minute we need one beep if we get the beep that means that suburb is fit. See, because the beep test in high school, Dom, it mm. tested how fit you were. This beep test uh, tests how fit each suburb is. That's, I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, Michael, where are you tonight? I am right outside the Normanby Hotel, so on that intersection where the ICB and all the roads uh-huh. join up. And the big on um, Kelvin Grove Road there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Right, okay. So if you're driving on Calvin Grove Road near the Normanby, we're just about to fire off the 60-second timer here, Zach. We've got to get one beat within 60 seconds. It's nerve-wracking. Michael, how's it looking? Is there many cars around? Do you think we'll so get a beat in I've 60 been here, seconds? There's been non-stop cars. We've just had a lull, which I'm hoping, like last week, means traffic lights are about to change all around us and we'll get another onslaught of cars like we just had. Yeah, see, Dom, the lulls are the enemy of the beep test, isn't it? Because <laughs> if we set that 60 seconds off when there's a red light, uh, I mean, it might not change to green the whole 60 seconds and not right. one car will go past, let in- alone a beep. That intersection can take a while for the lights to change, but I reckon we go now. What was the record set last week? I think we got a beep in 45 seconds? 42 seconds. 42 seconds is the record. So to test the suburb of, I think it's officially Red Hill, where the Normanby Hotel is... We're about to fire it off, so if you are driving near the Normanby Hotel, keep an eye out for our producer, Michael. He's got a big Hit 105 sign, and if you see him, beep your horns once the clock starts. This is Collective Noun's beep test. Start level one, one. 60 seconds on the clock, we're underway. What we need okay, we've is had one, one car just pull up right next to me. I'm basically making eye contact with them. Okay, that's okay. interesting. Hey, you could beep, that would be great. They've misunderstood <laughs> this segment. He flashed, his, he flashed his high beams and gave me a peace sign. No, oh, no! We need a beep. We need something audible. This isn't uh, the high beam test. What, it's the beep <laughs> test. What's the time, Dom? 
Uh, we currently have 40 seconds to go, Zach. We're 20 seconds okay, in already. That's good. Not panic stations yet. No, still one. We got. We still got two thirds left. Uh, but come oh, on, there's Brisbane. There's no cars even in yeah, the distance. Yeah, I'm not hearing any cars. Oh. Have we just picked the worst road in the world? <laughs> this is a nightmare. Please, if you are anywhere near the Normanby Hotel, drive okay, past. There's the one. Next... There's one coming down past the. Nor oh, there's a couple coming. Those lights have just changed up. Oh. Is that and, Hale Street? And what? Know, and what time Street. do we have? Doc? 20 seconds to go. Are they gonna make it in time? Oh, come on. We need a beep within 15 seconds. If you see our producer Mike. With a hit 105 sign outside the Normanby. 10 seconds left for a oh, beep, no, Zach. It's not going to happen, Dom. Oh. It's not going to happen. I'm not hearing any cars. I'm not hearing cars. I'm not hearing beeps. No! No! Nothing. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know what to say, Zach. It's a sad day for the beep test. It's a very sad day. And just like when I had to uh, pull out of the beep test in year six uh, at level two, <laughs> I'm going to have to stay back and run laps. And I think the suburb of Red Hill isn't very healthy either. No, it's disappointing, but that's the rules of the test, Dom. For the uni students pulling an all-nighter, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Dom, I'm heading camping this weekend. I don't know how I feel about it. In the, what, eight years I've been an adult, I've been camping twice and really only camping properly once. Are you a good camper? Do do you enjoy it? Is it like a passion or is it it more those scenarios? And this happens a lot where there's a friendship group and Mm. someone in the friendship group loves camping and always comes up with the idea that everyone should go camping. It's a little bit like that. I mean, I'm looking forward to going camping, but it's more so it doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like when you think about it, it's a weird thing to do because basically what you're doing is pretending that the last 3000 years of technology (laughs) never existed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. So it's like all the comforts we yeah. live in, the things that were meant to make humanity better. These are the three things I'm doing this weekend, right? Yeah. So we're going to be living in a tent, yep. right? But I pay good money for a weatherproof apartment. <laughs> so I'm purpose. I'm paying for that night. This weekend I'll be paying rent in my apartment. It'll that, be empty. Yeah, of right? And I'm going to go out and live in a piece of canvas, right? <laughs> yep. Um, secondly, what do you do? You cook on a fire. Mm. We literally established an emergency service to prevent fires. <laughs> and yet we go out and we just light them in the bush. But Doesn't also, that seem weird? Like in terms of just cooking over an open fire, that, that hasn't been a humanity thing for, what, hundreds of years, I don't think. There were stoves in the 1800s, I'm pretty confident. Then fishing, right? Yeah, okay. It's literally just hunting. <laughs> so instead of like, I have a phone in my pocket where mm. I could get like any, any cuisine I want delivered straight to me. Yes. And instead, you spend your weekend... Putting a worm on a hook oh. and, you know, trying to catch a fish. It's ridiculous. It does make me think that maybe camping should be used as a punishment. It's <laughs> a self-inflicted blackout. That's <laughs> yes. what it is. Most people see that as an inconvenience, but then people do it on purpose. They're like, I'm purposely going to give myself a blackout. Exactly. It's, it's essentially, I almost think it would be more of a disincentive than jail. Because this is what I'm thinking, right? When you go to prison, yeah, they have it, TVs. It's, it's cozy. It's not wet. <laughs> it's undercover. You should have to fish for your own food. That would fix jail. <laughs> well, you're going to you're going camping. I'm going to prison for the weekend. <laughs> uh, we'll be back Monday uh, as usual. Until then, you can grab the podcast, search, uh, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Until next week, that's us out. See ya. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online at facebook.com slash collective noun comedy. Brisbane's Hit 105.